Do not skip this ad. I know it's really easy to skip them. This is one you do not want to skip. So this is Kristen from the podcast, also from kristenandchill.com, also known as The Banter Coach. And I am offering the most insane, almost stupidly cheap deal for my banter bundle. My banter bundle has helped hundreds and hundreds of men get dates when they've never gotten dates in the past get girlfriends when they've never gotten girlfriends in the past, and even gotten some engagements and two confirmed weddings. So if you want to be part of this special club, take advantage of what I'm about to offer you. I usually charge $650 for the banter bundle, which is three super intense sessions where we get your skills where they need to be so that you can charm more than just your socks off. And today I am cutting that price from $650 to $350. And just so you know the value, there is literally no one else in the world offering this kind of specialized coaching. So take advantage of my kind heart and generosity and get your skills to where they need to be so you can start getting the ladies. Go to kristenandchill.com, find the banter tab, click on the banter bundle, and at checkout, use the promo code banter on the cheap. I'm only doing this offer for August and September, so get it in now. That's what she said. Don't get yourself on a waiting list. Do it now. Again, that's kristenandchill.com, and I will see you there. Want to know the hidden meaning behind what women say and do? Then check out the Chictionary. It's the Wing Girl Methods manual that gives you a full rundown of all the things women say that confuse men written in dictionary format. Go get a copy of The Chictionary by going to winggirlmethod.com slash chick. That's winggirlmethod.com slash chick. Advice straight from the source. I'm Kristen Carney, uh, comedian and human here, of course, with Marty Kinrush, best-selling author, etc. And we have our voice of man with us today. He's a comedian, very funny guy, Carl DiGregorio. Hey, hey. Well, I wanted to talk about um, for, for the topic for today, the man's playbook. You know, we don't have that music anymore, but like, uh, <laughs> are you horny to oh, win? Oh, oh, oh. Um, we're going to talk about the differences between men and women. Because there are lots of differences, um, but I think a lot of guys don't understand the differences. And I, I think that, you know, what we do, uh, what the Wing Girl Method does, which is, which is my company, um, we, we try to inform men on what those differences are. Because if you don't know the differences and you don't understand who you're trying to sleep with, date, whatever, uh-huh. it makes it even more challenging for you. Because uh-huh. you're acting in a way that you would think would work or what you would respond to as opposed to actually working with the people that you're trying to get and getting a better understanding. So I want to talk to you guys. Like, what what do you think are the biggest differences between men? Well, I mean, if you could take a picture right now of Carl versus us, I think it'd be pretty obvious. <laughs> Just size, um, yeah. cranium. Size. And, uh, yeah, schnozzle. The, yeah, hair yeah. along the facial line. Well, one of the biggest differences that you've, you've talked about a couple of times is the fact that men and women actually see colors differently. I forget what the exact quote was or what, what the number it's was. It's something but. like, I've, I've said this so many times, so people who listen to all the episodes are probably like, okay, Kristen, we get it. Like, shut up. Get another piece of information. <laughs> <laughs> it's your go-to factoid. It's my only factoid. <laughs> Women see like seven colors of red. Men see like three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what does that mean? The shades of red. Uh, it means women are much more detail-oriented. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. I'll give you a little bit of background, and I'm, it's science-y stuff, so I'm going to totally screw this up. But this is, like, roughly my understanding of, like, the biology and the evolution, uh, evolutionary reasoning behind these differences. So in the past, men were cavemen, right? They needed to be single-focused. They went out. They hunted. They didn't need to see everything that's around them. Their, their goal was to provide food and shelter and take care right. of their family. For women, it was different. They were you know, back at home 
are back in the cave and they were taking care of the children and other women. And their job was to protect the den or the cave that they had. And for them, they had to really learn to um, be able to identify subtleties because of this. So if somebody were to come up to their den or cave or whatever, they would have to learn to see little nuances in that person's like face and their body. And exactly. Like just to tell whether or not they were going to be harmful or they were going to be helpful or or, or whatever. So um, from that, you know, we still carry on that same biology and that same uh, evolutionary, uh, I don't even know what the word is, but we still are built that way. That's the way that we work. So men are single focused. It's, you know, it's the reason that when a man looks in the fridge and he says, where's the ketchup? If it's hidden behind the mustard, he can't see the ketchup. It's gone. It's gone. Right. Right. But for a Did woman, you eat all the ketchup? <laughs> yes, I ate an entire box of ketchup. I it was a 32 life. ounce, man. Yeah. I'm like, just move the milk to the left and you'll see it. There are like right 40 there. shades of red in ketchup. <laughs> yes, I ate some of it. So for women, women, a big one of the biggest differences between men and women is just the fact that women are extremely subtle in their actions, in their words. That's why for men, it's really difficult for them to understand what's being said and what's being said underneath the words sure, that they're saying. Sure. So like Kristen and I, we could have a full conversation without saying words, basically making fun of you in some way. And you would <laughs> never notice that we're doing anything. Are you doing it right now? Yes, absolutely. This is not I, cool. I totally hear you, Kristen. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but I also, I found like a couple of interesting uh, little images, gifts that I found online. <laughs> it's a, an image of female dictionary and male dictionary. So I'm going to read them to you. Okay. So when a woman says nothing, forget it. Carl, what do you think that means? Oh, we're Trump. doing dictionary? No, it's not. But I'm just going to... Oh, this is dic- this is somebody else's. Oh, okay. Right. So, uh, yeah, when a woman says nothing, forget it. Uh, you're screwed. You're fucked. You got to have a huge conversation. This is going to be a drag. Mm-hmm. And what does it mean when a, a man says it? Uh, stop talking. We're done. Oh, that's so funny. Okay, female <laughs> dictionary. Nothing, forget it. Wim- uh, female is you better figure out what you did wrong. <laughs> Male is just quit talking about it. Yep. That's funny. Okay, uh, next one. Are you tired from the female dictionary? Uh, I think she's, uh, it's a needy moment and she wants to, you to connect with her. <gasps> okay. And then what does it mean for a man? Uh, so is this going to lead to sex immediately? And are we going to do it, basically? <laughs> okay. This one says, I agree with that. But uh, this one says for women, it says, please don't go to sleep. I love talking to you. Oh, so for men, it says genuinely, genuinely curious as to whether or not you are sleeping. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm okay from a woman. Wait, I'm sorry, before I go to that one, I would say for the tired one, like, are you tired? That one for me would be like, are you in a bad mood? Like, what's your problem? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. I see that. Yeah, I, I would say it for that reason. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, I'm okay. I'm from not okay. I'm totally not okay. And from a man? I'm okay. <laughs> for the woman, it says, hold me tight. I need a shoulder to cry on. For a man, it says, there's seriously not a damn thing wrong with me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm cold from a woman. Uh, they're always cold, so uh, that's a hard one to figure out. I think that's literal. Is that possible? I'm that could cold. Be literal? Give me your jacket. Oh, okay. Look at this. Yeah, Get a blanket okay. and cuddle with me. That's I'm cold. Like, for take care of me. Yeah. Give okay. me warm. All right. So that's me being yeah. insensitive. Okay. 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 I'm cold from a man. Is I'm pretty cold. I should probably get a blanket or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, leave me alone from a woman. Wow. Don't leave me alone. Yeah, right. We need to talk about this. Right. Yeah. Please don't go. That's what it says. Leave me alone from a man. Like, leave me. Like, if you could vaporize that. Yeah, so get out of my fucking face. <laughs> yeah. You vape women. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. Uh, I, uh, for, from a woman, is uh, uh, I love you and say it back, like, almost right at the end of the sentence. Like, mm. overlap my oh, sentence. So good. But it's, okay, so she. this one said, tell me you do more. Okay. And I love right. you, man. Is I love you just that I don't expect a stupid fucking response. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was interesting. Okay. Well, there's some guys who are needy. Correct. Who, who would want the response? Yeah. Wow, who are insecure? Crazy. There are insecure dudes. No way. Mm-hmm. I've said thank News you flash. when a girl said I love you once. Really? <laughs> it was a long time ago. <laughs> and then you never saw her again, obviously. Yeah, we worked it out for a little bit, but it didn't. Did she say? Did she really? say you're welcome? <laughs> yeah. Is she polite? I mean, you might learn to love her. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you handled that well. Mm-hmm. I, I actually, when my husband said "I love you" to me for the first time, um, it made me super uncomfortable. Oh yeah. no, really? I remember. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Like I said it into. I was like, "Oh, let me do." Like I just like I went into. A, it took me at least three days to get comfortable with saying it. Wow. 
I uh, felt it. I had felt it for a very long time. But like in my family, we don't really say okay. I love you. Um, that was very, we're starting to now and it still feels really uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I now say it to like a lot of other people because I'm very comfortable because my husband has introduced me to the I love you. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it was very weird for me. Wow. So I didn't say thank you. But that's like but a I, nature versus nurture. That's not a, that's like a, maybe a female male cross wire thing then when you said it maybe. more readily than you were ready for it, wouldn't that's a... I thought, well, I was ready for it. I definitely didn't want to say it first, right, but it just, right. the words to come out of my mouth were really foreign for me and uncomfortable. Yeah. And now I say it like I'm stingy with those words. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> my family, we say it all the time. Yeah, we do. But, that, but it's hard for me to say it to other people outside of my family. Really? Mm-hmm. Like, it was like to my boyfriend. We've been together for six years and I can say I love you to my, my mom, dad, sister, brother, like 10 times a day. Like, love you. Uh-huh. Love you. you have a hard time? With but then boyfriend? with my boyfriend, it's like, We'll just say like mush or something because like, it's, it's like an inside thing. Right. It's more comfortable for you. Yeah. Okay. I get that. Mm-hmm. It's weird. All right. I had, I had another. It, I have intimacy. intimacy. You, oh. yeah, yeah. Well, we all know that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I have another GIF, right, mm-hmm. that I found or a, a, a PNIG. PNG. We don't want to say Jeff because then we're promoting peanut butters. Right. Exactly. No, but this is like a GIF, a GIF file a or a JPEG. Mm-hmm. JPEG. 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 Let's call it that. See, I do know technical stuff, which <laughs> might, might be ancient, but still. Okay. Uh, it's comparing men and women. You think, she feels. You approach in court, she sits back and accepts. You base decisions on fact and experiences, she bases decisions on emotion and expectation. You say you like love her, she tests to see if you like love her. You state your needs, she makes you figure out her needs. You have to lead, she gets to follow. Feeling really glad I'm not a guy right now. Mm -hmm. She was hold sex. You think sex is primarily physical. She thinks sex is primary, primarily emotional. You don't read minds. She thinks she does. Mm-hmm. What do you think about these different... Some of them are uh, a little skewed from a male point of view. Um, they're, but, they're definitely those. I definitely completely think are right on. Yeah. The definition ones, I think, are mostly right on. But I do think that there's crossover with those where For sure. the women can, you know, there are girls who aren't always like, yeah, I need the blanket. Get me a blanket. <laughs> like, oh, guys can be needy like that. Yeah, I, I know so too. there's a lot of parts in my relationship where I'm very needy, but I know that there's a lot of parts where my boyfriend's really needy. I think deeper into the relationship, yeah. depending on what's going on between the two of you, if if like for some reason you're not filling each other's love buckets, a little call back to five language, <laughs> five love languages. But I threw up into a love bucket. <laughs> oh, exactly. There we go. But if you're if you're not doing those things for your partner and you start uh, to build tension and anxiety and, and really do start to doubt whether the other person appreciates you, respects you, and loves you, uh, it, uh, insecurity for both sexes can definitely start to exist. So for sure, uh, those phrases that were said could be for both men and for women. Yeah. But I think generally oh, yeah. they're, 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 pretty, generally they're, they're pretty correct. Yeah. They, yeah. For a reason. They're, so, but so they're you, frustrating for the male, it seems. For sure. Everything you read off just made me uncomfortable and I got quiet. And yeah. Stuff. Well, which which one made you the most uncomfortable? The, the mind reading and the expectation freaks. You know, that sure. doesn't freak me out. It's just... Uh, Things are getting a little more complicated as gender roles kind of start to, you know, we're all going to be wearing jumpsuits and having like gender neutral For sure. outfits. I already and wear stuff. jumpsuits. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, so it's like if you want to, if you're a sensitive dude and you want to meet, you know, if you think culture's changing, so then some of this stuff should disappear. And it doesn't because maybe we are, you know, different. And yeah. so we should be okay with that. Yeah, we should it doesn't mean unequal. Okay. It just means different, different right? Natural. But that's it's natural. just hard for, you know, like you know, you know, sensitive dudes. You know what's interesting to me is that people, this is a stereotype that I'm creating right now or sensitive <laughs> yeah, right now or something like go that. Go for it. People who would be into really like natural food, not you because I know Marnie's, but like people who would be very vegan and natural right. would be the first people to want to have gender neutral clothing, which seems... <laughs> <laughs> like hypocrisy because it's like, well, you want what's natural. What's natural isn't a woman being a man and a man being a woman, mm-hmm. but yet that's what you want in your food. You know, it's there. I see so many consistencies when it comes to this, like everything be even right. equal bullshit. Or like a girly right. girl can't be feminist or you know, yeah. something like that. I mean, a stripper being like a super feminist, I think is hilarious. You know, there's yeah. just, when there's in- inconsistencies. But um, what I was going to say real quick about the gender neutral stuff is there's actually a store, a big, um, a big department store in 
England or London or something, they're going to all gender neutral. I just clothing. read that as well. Yeah. It wasn't Harrods. It was something else. It was something. It's a, it's so a, it's you a look like Star Trek next, next yeah. generation. Is that what it, the stuff looks like? I'm just curious. I have no oh, idea. I don't okay. know what would be in there. Would it be like one rack? Like, is it a whole section? I have I, absolutely I no idea. I picture it to skew male. I'm just Because I can't see though. dudes wearing like chick. Well, maybe it's maybe one section that has all of the same things, but just saying like... You don't have a free-for-all. Like, you want to wear a dress? Wear a dress. You want to oh, wear... Oh, that's a good point. Maybe. Yeah, that's maybe it's it like is. one section. There's not men's and women's sections. Right, because I wonder what, like, a like a gender-neutral line would look like. Um, You're right. I think it would just a be more masculine. That's right, exactly. Like. Exactly. So, I, I want to know, from your point of view, like, why, why does you base decisions on fact and experience versus she bases decisions on emotion and expectation? Why does that cause you stress or frustration? Uh, it's because, you know, the... <laughs> I, I'm trying to find an example like on the street, but like, uh, <laughs> you know, a, a lot of times, let's just say like in a... I, think about I, your own relationship. Yeah, well, I, mean, I can only think of one story off the, on the fly here, but like the, we were walking home one night and there was a dude who was on the street. It was a, uh, th- there was a uh, maybe an ex- a chance for some physical, like a, a fight to occur. With you and the Yeah, team? maybe, if we could. But could my thing that. was just, let's just keep walking. Don't engage. He's like a bad dude. Yeah, okay. don't engage. Let's just keep moving. Yeah. Don't, don't. It's like Ghost. Right. And Patrick Swayze. You know, and sometimes you don't, yeah. Is that <laughs> yeah. what happens in there? I well, just remember the clay. Oh, he gets killed. Yeah, yeah. By a guy named Carl, by the way. Yes, Carl. Yes. It's always Carl. Carl's the worst name in movies. <laughs> um, but like I, I basically just said, yeah, maybe her instinct or her feeling said, "Oh, this is okay. I can, I can talk to this guy." And I'm like, "You can't talk to this guy because then I gotta," and 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 um, it wound up escalating because you know her feeling in the moment was, "Well, now he's being rude," and I'm like, "Okay, he can be rude all he wants. We need to get out of this without me having to, you know, break my hand on his face or get beaten up in front of you, which would be not the ideal, <laughs> you know, thing." But, you know, so, and then we had a big, you know, the next day she woke up and said, you were right, which is, you know, probably historical and right. male-female <laughs> relationships. But, yeah, and I don't know if I'm addressing that question, but I'm just saying she, I knew from uh, maybe fact and from the fact that a man has to eventually get to the point where he's got to defend that she didn't understand that I was going to have to deal with this physically and uh, that she maybe was going to try to mediate it on the street, you know, so. Right, that was a, she was more having emotions about yeah, the situation yeah. and you were being like, here's a logical plan. Bad, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's where a lot of the differences come in. So how how would you explain to the guys that are listening if they were in that same situation how to bridge that gap? Uh, I mean, uh, preparation, that's another thing, maybe that's a man thing, but like just sort pitch. of, yeah. <laughs> like having, you know, I, I don't know why you'd need to know, you know, how to avoid conflict on the street, but Maybe don't walk home and use Uber would be a good advice instead of <laughs> right. like walking home from a dive bar in, in a bad part of town. But I, I don't know. Just uh, I, don't, I don't know if you can ever get a woman's. Uh, yeah, can anybody get through to anybody? You know, I don't know. Well, OK, so it's, it's interesting. So like, I, I don't think that in the moment there could have been anything done because right. you definitely both have different experiences that had you see that situation in a different way. But uh, I like that she did say that to you the next day. Yeah. You were right. Um, but you could have a conversation about like where you were coming from, like, uh-huh. where how you understood that something could potentially happen, like sharing information. I, I think I think a lot of men forget to do that sometimes, uh-huh. and they either just respond or re- and sometimes you don't have time to sit down and say like, listen, this is what I think about the situation. But I think post situation, uh, you can definitely have a conversation yeah. about expectations and about like where you're coming from, so that. For her, when she does have a future emotion or expectation, she can go back to the conversation that you've had Mm -hmm. and understand where you're coming from. It's just like, again, you can't do it in the moment or capture it in the moment, but then maybe, you know, you'll both learn something for either your next relationship or for the next time that something like that happens. Yeah, she, yeah, that's interesting. She did, uh, since, you know, the joke now, do not engage, I always say that, don't engage, don't engage, and she's like, okay, I get it. I don't, yeah. I don't want to belabor the story, but I'm kind of confused on what was mm-hmm. going on. I'm just curious. So you were walking home and right. a guy was walking toward you and you just felt... This no, no, no. He, it's not really a race issue, but my uh, my girl, I'm in an inter... Uh, my girl's black. And so it was, a, it was maybe he was not digging that I was a white guy on her arm. And, oh, okay. you know, we want it, We all yeah. want to be... Uh, fight the good fight and and not um it wasn't time to like to do like a 
And yeah, and I could like just tell. Like on PSA. For he he was being he was yeah. being cool. Like he was like, "What's up, y'all?" And I was, you know, but it was it was pointed, it was and we needed to get past. Yeah. We needed to round the corner, and then if just if we lingered a little too long, and then he he escalated, and then I was like, "Ah, oh, here we go." Yeah. Okay. That's kind of the the uh, that was how that went. Interesting. Yeah. So what what else would you say from both of your relationships? Have you learned about? Um, dealing with the opposite sex. Like, I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do it either. I don't know how to get, I mean, for me, and this is very specific, which is kind of ironic because I'm talking about detail right now. I am very detail-oriented um, in my living space. I like things to be exactly where they should be. I don't like yeah. crumbs on the counter. I don't like splotches on the wall. And I've, you know, for me, it's so difficult because my boyfriend doesn't see those things. He doesn't right. see the crumbs and he doesn't see the pillow skewed up toward the hmm. wrong direction. And I do. So it's like, that's been a really hard thing to just communicate simply like, it should look like this, but he doesn't see it. So, I mean, for, for me, it's been like an ongoing battle. Well, actually, I can ask you, Carl, are you like a messy person? I'm you? a neat freak, but oh. not a clean freak. So oh. I have <laughs> different standards of uh, what I think, like, uh, my girl will Swiffer uh, hourly if she could. And, oh, send her over to mine. Yeah. But I, I also, I can tell that she won't put, uh, you know, my stapler back in the right place and I'll freak out oh, about okay. that. But uh, it's probably OCD more than right. need free. Well, I, I want... Like, so I'm, I could relate to you, but I mean, I might not, I might not, I could care less if there's a cheese noodle under the couch, you know? Okay. Yeah. So what have you learned from your relationship? Like how to deal with these differences? Because, because if there's a cheese noodle. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. there you go. Provisions. Yeah, I guess, okay. <laughs> well, like, because cause that, really, when you start living with people in close quarters, when you are deeper into a relationship, um, and, and it's, you start to become tense. You start to really hold it against the other person. And it, it's difficult because he's not doing something to hurt you on purpose, right? And you're not being the way you are, which is the same way as me, to be annoying. You just want everything in order. Mm -hmm. So, Carl, let me ask you, like, what, what, what's the solution yeah, there for the tough children? one? Because how, you, how do you want that? the solution to be like, don't be like that. Right? right. Like, that's both sides are probably saying that. But, um... Like, guess, how do you not see this? How yeah, do you not see this yeah. giant crumb of bread, yeah. almost the size of a piece of toast that you left on the counter? Right. How do you not? I mean, this is like beginning up. Yeah, yeah. You haven't listened to this. Episode. Yeah. How do you not see that you opened a package of uh, emergency and then used it's it everywhere. and then left it on the counter and there's powder yeah, spray yeah. everywhere? How do you not see that? Yeah, like, that's to a me, tough one. That's a, that's a basic uh, not. Uh, well, if you did something, how, how would like, you? How, yeah, how do you want me to tell you? Yeah. Uh, I guess, basically, calm, I guess calmly, but then that calm tone and we're having a conversation tone just sends me batty. Um, right. Yeah. Cause the nicer I try to be, I'm like, Hey, I'm literally not trying to be an asshole. Yeah. Just there's, you, you know, sound like a girl serial. Yeah. Killer. And then You're he, like, Oh, here we go. And yeah. then he starts rolling his eyes and then I get pissed. I'm like, why can't I just say anything? You know? So there is that. Right. I haven't figured out the answer. Unfortunately, how how would you address the situation? Or what would be like the mature version of Carl? I think you got to pick your battles. and uh, Yes, that's what I've that's been doing. That's kind of what it is. And and also I have to realize that uh, I can't expect, um, like I, I literally, I don't think it's photographic, but I do like, I got robbed once in my apartment. And my first question was, you know, did you borrow a watch? And like, I don't know why she'd borrow a watch, but because it, it wasn't where it was. And I just took a scan of the room. I'm like, did you borrow $270? Which means, did you steal my watch? Right, exactly. And she's like, no. And then I'm like, okay, I got, and then I walked through the apartment and I'd been robbed and all I had to do was scan the room and I didn't have to ruffle through anything. So she, so I, I do know where things are. So how would I, 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 nobody can be like, like a freak like me. So I guess I got to ease up, but I, you know, you got to make sure that, you know, uh, so if it's really bugging you, you have to say something and really cool. Like, I'll call you right back, that kind of thing. I, I, we had the big conversation where I said, you know, you say that and then it's, it's, and I think I'm literally not going anywhere until you call me back and, and one, and it could be two hours. Right. And I've blown time. Right. And so you didn't mean I'll call you right back. So, it, you know, and she's like, oh, okay. Well, I was being, you know, anecdotal or not right. literal. And I was like, oh, okay. So we got through that. And now it's like, you know, we, we kind of have to be careful with our words sometimes. Right. Well, this, this, I brought up this situation because it actually ties into, you know, that difference that I talked about. You base decisions on fashion experience and she bases decisions oh, on yeah, emotions expectation, um, which is, which is a, a very big difference. Um, and that, that can lead to, um, 
separation between two people, which I see happen a lot in a lot of Lonnie sort of like, you're just like, fine, I've, I've said this five different times and you haven't done anything about it. It's going to annoy me, eat away at me. It's going to make me not want to have sex with you. Um, and it's going to live there forever, mm-hmm. but I'm going to pretend to be okay with it for now, which happens to a lot of couples. And, and at least the ultimate, the breakup? It is not necessarily a breakup, but right. it's just like, it's just distance. I think that a lot of couples, you know, su- suffer from distance. Mm-hmm. And I think for anybody who's listening who is single or in a relationship right now, um, I think that, you know, these things may seem like petty little things, but they they ultimately end up uh, killing a relationship. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, like, it, and it, turning it sour and then, you know, you end up, anyway, I'm not going to go down a whole thing. <laughs> but that's the big difference between men and women. And that's where I want to <laughs> end that note on. Um, but I think they're, they were like really interesting little, little differences. Um, but on the second half of the show, we have Goldie on our show, who's been on our show before. She is a stylist. She lives in New York, um, but she travels all over the world styling oh, men cool. specifically. Yeah. She, she works with women too. Um, but she's worked on MTV. She have a field day with you. Oh, yeah, yeah. She used to work for Diane von Furstenberg. I don't know. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah. But she's amazing. And so she's going to talk to us about style okay. and how to make your inside match with your outside so that women are more attracted to you. And that's what we're talking about Just on the second half blood. of the show. Scarves. I'm thinking scarves. Can't even see your face. <laughs> Perfect. We're going to have her on the second half of the show, so stay tuned. Ti piace e mio podcast? What did you guys think? Do I sound like I'm actually Italian? I am actually Italian, but obviously not a real Italian. And so I'm trying to learn Italian so that I can talk to my relatives that are from Sicily. And uh, I'm using Babbel to do it. If you guys are looking to learn a new language, Babbel is the way in. Did you know the second best way to learn a language would be through something like Babbel? The first is to actually be with the Italians, but this is your second best way. One in five Americans actually have learned a new language on their bucket list. So if that's you, check it off the list this summer with Babbel. We have a pretty great special for you for a limited time. We have a deal for our listeners to get you started right now. Get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash askwomen. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash askwomen. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash askwomen. Rules and restrictions may apply. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. If you listen to the Ask Women podcast, then you are already miles and miles and miles ahead of other men when it comes to attracting and getting the girls you want. But I must confess, there's one missing piece in the puzzle, and that's flirting or the ability to ignite sexual chemistry with any girl you meet in a matter of minutes. Most guys suck at flirting. They can't flirt their way out of a paper bag. But as your personal wing girl, I can't let you be one of those guys. That's why I want to show you the most effective step-by-step formulaic approach to flirting with any girl you like. This formulaic approach has been tested on thousands of girls and has been proven to work like magic. Yes, magic. You just apply the formula and see results instantly, and it's that powerful. To find out everything about this flirting formula, all you have to do is go to winggirlmethod.com slash flirty. I've made a special video for you where I reveal what this formula is all about. Go to winggirlmethod slash flirty and you'll find out all about it. Hey guys, welcome back uh, to the show. We've got Goldie on the line. She's going to tell us about uh, awesome fashion things. So um, Marnie, talk to Goldie because I don't really know where to start. (laughs) Well, Goldie's awesome, but Goldie's on the phone with us right now and she actually uh, is a stylist. And she also works for my company as a stylist. And she's fantastic. And I've, you know, I've seen all of the transformations that she's done with guys that come in my boot camps Mm -hmm. or guys that she's worked with independently. And they're just like phenomenal. Like literally it would be a guy like who looks like, who's the founder of uh, Microsoft? What's his name? Bill Gates. Gates. Right. Bill Gates. And then you see him after 
He's worked with more like Bill Mates. Right, exactly. And it's like, it literally is like an Abercrombie model. Like, like, I hate myself, by the yeah, way. Me too. That's um, but like amazing, like um, amazing what she can pull out um, from these guys. And, and what she does, she doesn't like just dress every single guy the same. Right. She actually like finds out who they are, what they're passionate about, like what they like to do, and then just enhances their style. And for some for some people, you know, who who dress like they're 14 years old, she'll say like, no, no more of this. Right, We're right, going right. to bring you up and like, you know, make you an adult. Um, but Goldie is on the phone with us and she's going to talk to us today about style. So, hey, Goldie. Hi there. Thanks for that intro, Marnie. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, so tell us about style and why it's important for men to have style, own their style and improve their style. Well, style is just a whole other form of entertainment is what I like to tell my clients. Um, It's a whole new uh, realm that they can, anyone is welcome to enter um, because I truly believe that everyone should look their best, put their best foot forward because we're all familiar with that saying you only have one chance to make a first impression. So you might as well make a good one. And um, I truly believe that fashion can be just another expression of who you are on the inside and also be your calling card, whether you're trying to attract uh, more women uh, in your life, uh, more business, uh, more friends, whatever it may be. When you co- when you like match up your style with who you are, the possibilities are endless. Okay, well, I have a question. So oh, I'm sure some people are listening and saying like, screw that. If, they, if, if a woman doesn't like me because I wear like t-shirts that say like, like, I love canned, I don't even... Certified don't. sex instructor. Right. Like, sure. like yeah. if she can't More like, like me, for me, that shirt. <laughs> like, screw her. So wh- what do you think about that? Well, I just don't think that that's being realistic. While fashion definitely does not define the man, it definitely packages it up, packages him up nicely. So that helps you have a leg up on the competition in the room and all the other guys on the dating website, because if they're doing it, you might as well keep up with the Jones and make sure that you have a higher chance. Uh, a lot of guys say, why should I change who I am? She should just be happy with who I am um, from the get-go. But I, I just think, why not go for it? Just be your best version of yourself and kind of put pride aside. And But then just, if, if you were to say, why not? I'd be like, oh, okay, well, because I don't want to. Like, what? Like, can you explain what, what it does? Like, for a woman, when three guys walk past her, one with horrible style, one who's, like, super stylish and maybe, like, too stylish, and another one that it doesn't look like he's trying too hard. Like, why, why is it important? Like, why does it make that difference for women well, in the way that your interactions go? Well, for one, just know that when you are dressed... Um, when you're dressed really, really well, a girl can girl notices that you're trying your best in life. And then she kind of like thinks, hey, if he takes care of himself, I bet he take, would take care of me really nicely. Um, whereas if one of the guys is just wearing a sloppy sweatshirt with mustard on the front, <laughs> right. chances, chances are he probably... His idea of a good date is taking you to maybe McDonald's or who knows? But you know you have the love of mustard in common. Yeah, what if it's an aioli? <laughs> right. That's, right. You know, that's a different story. <laughs> but it's just, it's, it's, it's like that you're going to have to try even harder. Like if, if the full package is there, and it's not saying you have to be Mr. Abercrombie model, uh, super good looking or super fit. It's saying like you're putting yourself together well. So tell us like, how, oh, go on. Can I say yeah. something real quick? I have a theory about um, what's a very uh, poorly thought out theory. Um, but <laughs> men, men, men from the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, they looked awesome. It seemed like no, I could be living in a dream world, but it seemed like no matter what class you were, you know, what if you were middle class, upper class, poor, they all had almost like a, a standard of look that was so put together and so attractive that that's why people had families earlier. Because if I was a chick, I would do any of those things. I'm telling you. And the, the, that like grace is just in that dignity has just gone out the door. And as a woman, I don't know if I speak for all of them, but I find that classic look so hot. So do I. If a guy pulls it off, so do I. Well, yeah. You mean like yeah. like looking like Boardwalk Empire in 2015? Like yeah, but not around. to that extent. Yeah, a little bit. Not in like a oh, okay. costume. Uh-huh. But yeah, Mad Men. You know, maybe your hair, you know, quaffed yeah, a little bit. But I will say one thing. I don't like when a guy looks like 
too stylish. Yeah, like too, that it took him two hours. Yeah, that's. Yeah. But there's something to the 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 side of it that looks just classic and classy right. that doesn't look like it takes forever. Like I'm looking at Goldie's your website, goldierush.com, right? Yeah. Oh, that's and, cool. Those are the before and after. Yeah, and the dudes, I mean, it's just, they I instantly go from dweeb to, and I don't usually say this word, but fuckable. They, they, they totally Literally. Do. Yeah, exactly. Nice. It's crazy. Like, you, yeah. like, some people even look like homeless people. Like, some of the people that she's worked with. Or just, she, like, personality lists, like, dudes from, like, a really boring office to all of a sudden some guy with a lot going on, not only for himself, but in his head, because it, it comes yeah. out through his clothes. Yeah, for sure. So tell us, like, the basics, Goldie. Like, what do guys who are listening to the show, um, what do they need to do to improve their style? Like, what are the basics that they need to know? Well, everyone just needs to take personal stock of, like, where they are um, and be honest with yourself. Like, look in front of the mirror and be like, do I really, really look good? And um, chances are, if you're honest with yourself, there's definitely things you can improve upon. Um, fit is number one. Um, right now, it's all about kind of like the slim fit. It's It's been that way for a while now, and I still predict that it's going to stay that way for at least a couple more years. Um, uh, mm-hmm. About like 10 years ago, people were wearing a little baggier fit, um, whereas now it's all about that European slim fit still. Once you get that right, you can pretty much flatter any figure flaws because no matter what size you are, if, if your clothes fit you well, you're going to look good. So that's the first thing. It's all about fit. The second thing, it's well, actually, all I'm about... I'm going to interrupt you for a second. Go ahead. That all, all, these guys are all my clients. Um, <laughs> oh, they but, are? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. Uh, not the women, but the men. Um, what, what, describe fit because I'm that a little may be... thick, and I don't know that I can rock the Euro look. Right. Well, so, okay. Yeah. So no, you okay. say you're a little bit thick, and um, are you saying you don't know if you can like rock good the one fit? No, yeah, that's what he's saying. He's like, what does that mean? Like, if, for, for like a shirt that fits him or pants that fit him, like how do, okay. how do you make sure that you're doing that? So some of you, and um, including maybe you, might be thinking, oh, no, that just sounds tight. Right, right, um, right. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. Um, what I'm saying is I want that I want your clothes to just fit on your body. Um, no, not too much extra room in the shirt. So like, say, just take a normal button down shirt um, and pinch it on the side and just try to f- the Doing side this. of your waist and try to see how much fabric is there. If you're pinching a lot of extra fabric, chances are that shirt's outdated. Okay. Um, and it probably is adding poundage, adding look, um, like making you look heavier than you are. Um, whereas if you had a slim fit shirt, that's going to create the illusion of being long and lean. So a lot of times what um, I notice when guys have a little bit of extra in the middle, um, they think that hiding in a baggy or shirt is the way to go to hide the pounds. But what is better is to wear a shirt that just kind of like skims the side of your waist, not too tight, of course. Right. Um, and that will just create the illusion that um, you're long and lean. Uh, my claim to fame is I can make guys look 10 pounds thinner if that's what they want or 10 pounds bigger if that's what they want and 10, and 10 years younger. So um, it's all about the illusion. And you can really do that with um, just the cut of your clothing. I will tell you one thing. So we we did a boot camp together. Uh, was it in New York? I forgot. And uh, there were great people on that boot camp. Anyway, um, we, <laughs> you know, we're, we're with the guys the entire weekend. And Goldie uh, came to meet us on the final day and took each of them to go do like an hour little shop. We were in like a shopping district and just like dress them up and show them how they could look and like things to improve. And she took them to like Zara, like places that are fairly inexpensive right, to right. look really good. Um, and I remember the other wing girl who was with me on the boot camp after, you know, we worked on their personality and like approach styles and their confidence uh, and their flirting techniques and then coupled with the style because they all yeah. bought whatever Different Goldie guys, showed them. Huh? Like, I remember uh, the wing girl that was working with me. She's like, is it weird that I want to like go out with them? Now? Like, I, I, <laughs> I don't want to blur every line that we Yeah, thought, I would, so I, I would, date, yeah. I would date these guys like they're the full package now uh and and honestly like even for me i was like you're a different person like after goldie would be with him for one hour i'd be like you are a different person like you look like you are successful well put together like you have things going on you're driven maybe an illusion for right now but no matter what that made me look at them and i looked at them in a different way than i had before i already loved them because they were on the boot camp with me so i knew their personality but then even more it just enhanced 
uh, everything. Yeah. But yeah, tell, give us a few more tips on, because I think that's a great tip for, for shirts and for clothes to, you want them to fit you. And is there somewhere that people can go, like if they can't work with you, let's say they go to a clothing store. Can, can, like what's it's, it's overwhelming. I know for me, I think I have a decent sense of style. You do. But when I walk into a store, <laughs> it's like, I don't know where to start because I have a specific look that I want, but I don't know how to actually pull it from these clothes and how to right. make it. It's, then I'll find something. It's the look that I want, but maybe not the fit. So it can be overwhelming. So where do you start? Yeah. Where do you start? Well, it, you basically, when I work with my clients, um, we first start off with a closet clean. Um, if I'm working in person and, um, then I know what they have already. So where to start is kind of taking, um, stock of what you already have and what you need. So say, um, I think every guy needs a pair of like perfect jeans, a dark, um, slim to straight jeans is the style right now. Um, boot cut. No, uh, just throwing that out there. But, um, I think everyone cargo, anything. (laughs) Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Definitely just like a nice, um, classic slim, dark pair of jeans. Everyone. No dockers. No dockers. Dockers, please. Um, chinos, chinos are cool, which are basically just like khaki pants, but in different colors. Um, but again, it's all about the fit, the slim, the straight. But um, yeah, so you just have to kind of cho- figure out what is it that your wardrobe is missing, um, whether it's a blazer um, or a white slim fit button down or that perfect dark pair of jeans or a um, black boot. So these are staples that you're listing. Uh Every person should. These are all all little freebie staples that I think, honestly, every guy needs. I'm I'm going to interrupt you for one second. You know what? I learned this from my sister when she lived in England. Um, She had told me, I think it's the same thing in New York. Like people save up to buy like one pair of boots and they wear them every single day. Like they, they have yeah. like staple items that are really yeah. nice, fit them really well, and they just keep it's repeating like, them over and over again. It's like buying a really good olive oil to keep yeah. in your pantry. Yeah. Yes. For uh-huh. sure. Yes, okay. absolutely. I would much rather um, uh, focus on quality over quantity. And um, it just reminds me, um, I may, may have mentioned this before, but I, when I went to Italy, I was really impressed with the way the men were dressed. Um, but I did also notice that they were kind of wearing the same guys that I would see over and over because I was there for a few weeks, kind of was rocking the same sport coat every day and the same sweater, but they were kind of mixing and matching different scarves and different yeah. ties to um create a new look, but their staple pieces were all the same, but of the highest quality. And so I asked someone, I said, what are they doing? Like, what is this about? Um, do they not care that they're wearing the same thing every day? And they said, no, they, um, Italians kind of just invest in one, um, new like designer item every year, every season. And then they just build their wardrobe that way. And if you buy well, it, um, this piece should last you a few years. Um, I agree. Quality, quality, and I like I like shopping for classic with my clients. I really try to stay away from items. Pardon? They don't have to be expensive items. No, not at all. You really don't need a million bucks to look like a million bucks. You just need to have um, twenty-seven bucks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you you need at least twenty (laughs) dollars. But um, it's it's just it's really about buying classic items and not buying, uh, investing in too many trendy items, but, um, I'll just list those classic items again. Uh, just like a slim white fit button down, um, a nice leather jacket, um, works well for most men. Um, slim, dark, uh, no faded blue jeans. Um, also in black as well. Black is okay. As a reminder. Yeah, like black is great. For jeans, though. Like, even yep. if you're not Steven Seagal, you can wear black jeans? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, that's good. Mm-hmm. But it, but as a reminder for guys, because I know where I'm from, there's a lot of ex- access to older styles. So, like, we have this place called Forever Leather in our town, which is hilarious. <laughs> it's like 90s-style leather jackets. Don't yeah. go, go look online at current stores and then shop from there. Don't think, oh, a leather jacket, and then go get something that looks like it's from nineteen ninety one. Yeah, with an eight ball on it. Yeah, yeah. Is there a magazine yeah. that you can recommend for guys to look through? Are there certain stores? Oh, absolutely. Uh, GQ. GQ. Okay. GQ. Um, Esquire. 
those two should set it straight. And I highly recommend that um, every guy listening right now get a subscription to GQ and just become familiar, flip through the pages and become familiar with what's in right now. Because honestly, style is so, so important. You really want to get your image right. And I know that may sound superficial to you, but trust me, um, once you get um, on the style train, you're not going to want to get off. Yeah. Because it's it, really, really fun. It's like meth, yeah. honestly. It's like, oh, <laughs> it looks, you know, that seems like really horrible to do. And then you do it, you're like, this is great. Yeah. Now that so I've done it's really, it. really yeah. great. I have had no complaints yeah, in the past husband. eight years that I've been working with these guys. And they're all super thrilled. And I get I get emails um, from my for- my clients just thanking me because now they have women approaching them. Yeah. Um, in the streets. And it's, it's, trust me, it's really, really important. And the best thing about it is it's a quick fix. It can all be figured out in like literally a day. Right. Look at this guy on our website that has like, you can see he has like a belly, honestly looks like a homeless person. And then the, the, the opposite picture of him afterwards is like a totally different person, like super sexy. Like I, I would want to talk to him. Yeah. And honestly, there's like no shame. Like some of my clients are like, they're, they're ashamed. They're like, oh God, I just really don't know how to dress myself. And you know what I say to them? I'm like, I don't know how to do my own taxes. Exactly. Like we all have our own. Right. Exactly. Our own strengths. And that's why we have professionals in our field, you know, because that's why we need you, Marnie, like to help us with like our you know, our game and stuff. And that's why yeah. I have to help <laughs> make sure you're set. So no judgments at all. Perfect. Just here to help. Well, tell people um, how they can get in contact with you. Uh, and are you going to give them something special if they say they heard about you through the Ask Women podcast? Well, of course, you right. know, so just, just you know, I love, I just an FYI, Marnie is the best and mm-hmm. I've been Thanks. Enjoying working with her for the longest time. And so definitely if you email me at goldie at goldierush.com, um, you'll get um of course extra special um treatment. And um yeah. So just just go ahead and email me again, Goldie G O L D I E at Goldierush R U S H dot com. And check out my website at goldierush.com. And you can see all the transformations. And I think the proof is in the pictures. And just know that, like, you two can have that, um, you know, that huge of a transformation. I just truly believe everyone is entitled to look their best. You don't need to be George Clooney but um, to look your best. But but it's all possible. So perfect. Yeah, it's, it's more accessible than you think. It, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and again, you don't need to be a millionaire to look um, to look amazing. It's it's you really don't. Yeah. I, I 100% agree with you. Before we let Goldie go, I want to do one question for overanalyze this. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if women want sex as much as men or more than men, why do they deprive themselves by making it so difficult for the men who want to give it to them? Robert. Say that one more time. So he, because we, we've talked about it before and actually lots of websites talk about like that women actually do want sex. They're very sexual creatures. Mm-hmm. They, you know, fantasize. They watch We're porn. Human. We're human beings. Mm-hmm. We have desires. We, like, all of this stuff. Speak for yourself. So, <laughs> so he's, he's asking if women want sex so much, why do we make it so difficult? Because for the, men. Set, the setting has to be right. Yes, absolutely. And the person has to be right. And by setting, I, I don't mean just the room. I mean the whole situation. Yeah, has yeah. To be right. I don't just want like a penis inside of uh, me. Right. Right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I I want the full picture. Exactly what we were just saying about style. Like that is a full package. Right. I want somebody who looks good, who can tell, takes care of himself, um, but who also has like a great personality, right. can make me laugh, really values himself. You want that full package in your sexual partner as well. Whether it's like you want the one night stands, you want it to be exciting and like good looking and dirty or wh- whatever it is. You want that full package there. That, that I wouldn't say that women make it more difficult. I think we're more selective yeah. on who we allow inside us. And Here she goes again. <laughs> I know. Just it's it's like Carl knows your husband. Keep it yeah. Yeah, exactly. And he's, he's like, like turning hmm. red. But it's something to share, and that's a maybe a way to look at it from both angles. Is if if it's go, if it's really good, it's something you share. So it shouldn't be commoditized, maybe, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and the withholding and the pursuing too aggressively. If you, if 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 you have a sex positive physical back and forth and 
Yeah, absolutely. And you have to remember nothing the I'm word positive to... associated with anything that I'm doing with sex. <laughs> but I will say sex positive is the creepiest back, thing I ever yeah. said. <laughs> to go back to the beginning of our show with differences between men and women, the difference for women, and I think a lot of men forget this, is that um, I just heard a quote recently, one in three women are physically or sexually abused every that's year. Horrible. That's like a statistic, like around the like world. Like that. that's what's happening. And that's who we are. No, okay, there is female empowerment. No matter what, there are men out there yeah. who attack us, who rape, all of these things. So we have to be more selective with who we allow to be with us. What and I want to have say to dudes is like, pregnant too. Picture, just, yeah. if you're a woman, if just try to be in a woman's shoes for a second and picture having, Goldie will help you with that. Picture, yeah. picture having a hole in your body that someone's like shoving, <laughs> that someone's shoving shit having into. Having a drink now. Like it, it's a very intense thing yes. for a woman. When you, I've, if I have a, you know, I'm not going to go, no, never mind. No, what if go you more. have what? Well, you know, if I, right. I just want to hear Kristen say this. It's different. Me having like a hand and, you know, putting the hand, I'm not like having a feeling the way the keyhole would be having the feeling. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of, well, I, I would, a lot of yeah. theories. I, I just want men to understand that it's much more abrasive. It's abrasive. It's for intrusive. women. Yeah. yeah. Than it is for men. Yeah. And there's yeah, or even being on the receiving end of a kiss like that whole like guy l- l- push, pushing his face at you. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you might want to be get sure. a couple of uh, green lights before you yeah. You know, and just be, you know, think For about sure. being on the receiving end. Yeah. So, Robert, hopefully that answers your question as to why, you know, we appear to make it more difficult. The truth is we have to be more careful. It's like you select more selective. you let into your home just the way a woman would select who you're going to let into your van. Yeah. It's like the same. <laughs> I love it. And that is a perfect note to end on. But if you want to ask questions for Overanalyze This, write them to ask at askwomenpodcast.com. We want to thank Goldie for being on our show. And you can find out more about her at goldierush.com. That's G-O-L-D-I-E-R-U-S-H.com. And we want to thank Carl... Digarilla, Digregorio. Your last name is horrible. Because I'm Jewish, is that what? I, I don't know. Digregorio. Digregorio. Okay, so I did it. Digregorio. Digregorio. Yes. Uh, uh, Carl D does it. dot com. I make it easier by not having to make you type the name. So yeah. Carl D does it. dot com, and uh, you can check out the Drama King on Amazon if you're Perfect. a reader. You can use oh, our link. Go to winggirlmethod.com slash Amazon to purchase that book. Yeah. Um, but you can check out new episodes of the Ask Women podcast. They get released every Thursday. But I highly suggest that you sub- subscribe to our podcast so that you don't have to do that work every single week. But we want to thank everybody who listens to our show, everybody that's been going on to iTunes uh, and giving us five stars, everybody that's voted for us for the podcast awards. We don't know what's happening with that yet. Um, but thank you so much for listening. Uh, you're the reason that we keep doing this. Um, but yeah, you're wonderful. Again, if you want to write in questions, write to ask at askwinpodcast.com and hopefully we'll answer your question and we will see you guys next week.